Live from the American Gulf Coast, it's the Dave Nemo Show. We are live from the American Gulf Coast. Of course, phone master Dre is, uh, well, he's hassling everybody. He's hassling me. He's hassling Tim Ashoff, who's here with us, of course, as well. Of course, he's the guy, the president and COO of Pre-Carrier and Schaefer Trucking. He joins us for our, our, our recruiter roundtable, as he always does. Uh, but I wanted to kind of take a chance here, Tim, and ask you how, uh, how Pre-Carrier, Schaefer Trucking, and Hunt Transportation fared in 2019, and what's the outlook coming up for 2019? 20. You know, t- 2019 really ended up a good year. You know, certainly coming off of 18, you know, that was one of the best years in trucking that, that you and I will probably ever see in our careers. But uh, 2019 still remained a very strong year. You know, we're looking back. Um, our drivers still averaged more income in, in 19 than in 18, so that's always a good thing to have your income growing. And, and a big part of that is, uh, as we look at it, it was really our long-term commitment to, to great customers and great drivers. So as the economy kind of goes up and down and shipping goes up and down, you know, we've got, I was looking at our customers. We still have our original customer from over 50 years ago that's a big, big customer with us and that Nestle Purina pet. Um, We've got a lot of other of our major customers that have been with us for 40 plus years. And that consistency uh, in their freight and in our relationship really, really helped make 2019 year still be a very good year for us. Yeah, that's kind of the rock on which uh, on which Creed is built. That's your foundation. You always know going from year to year when you have that kind of foundation of uh, of steady, reliable, and um, uh, generous customers that you, in fact, know that you know from one year to the next it develops a certain level of consistency as opposed to having to reinvent the wheel, pun intended, every single year. A lot of people uh, can't make those kind of claims. Uh, the end of the year in particular, but all throughout the course of the year, we've, we've seen some of these numbers. Some people have found themselves out of a job um, in the last several months, um, and it has been disappointing for some, uh, disruptive for others. Some people, of course, they have the driving records and the skills and the ability to kind of move on to the next gig. So what do Creed, Schaefer, and Hunt look for when they're hiring drivers? For those people who are still listening to us but are on their way to the next interview, what can you tell them about yourselves that is going to make a difference when they're looking for a place to call home? Well, first off, I just, uh, you know, our, our hearts go out to all those people impacted, you know, n- n- yes, we're in trucking and, and in some ways it's a competitive uh, arena as you get on the company level, but we never like to see anybody fail. That that has such a personal impact on so many people, um, the employees in, in the office and the shop and particularly the drivers that can often be stranded across the, the company. So first off, we don't, we don't want to forget that piece of it. And we, we strive to do what we, what we can to make sure that that never happens here. But certainly when that does happen, we do want to reach out and help those. You know, what we're really looking for still is is our uh, what we call our, our core, you know, Creek Carrier Schaefer Trucking family member, which is a driver out there that has some good experience. We're looking for drivers that have, you know, a year of experience uh, in the industry is what we prefer. Uh, we'll take some drivers with less than that, and you generally work on providing some more uh, training for them. But our core driver is a driver that has, you know, three, four, five years of experience, um, steady employment history, good safety record, and somebody who's really looking to find a long-term home. Uh, as I mentioned, we have long-term customers. We also have long-term drivers. So, you know, as we look at the tenure of our driver, uh, our drivers stay with us over twice as long as what's out there in the, in the industry, and certainly our turnover rates among some of the lowest in the industry. And a lot of that is, is making sure it's a right fit up front. So we want it to be the right place for the driver, and we want it to be the right place for us. So, you know, those drivers that are looking for a home uh, to make a long-term home, to make it a career place, that have that quality of record, that's, that's our sweet spot. 
You know, and that's really the connective tissue. I mean, you opened up talking about these long-term customers. Uh, one of the reasons, among many, that you guys are able to maintain those relationships is that those relationships are not only fostered by you and everybody that works in the front office with you, but a number of men and women who arrive at these places that they are used to seeing, who they've come to rely on, who they've come to trust. And so the drivers actually in many ways become, as they are for almost all companies, uh, the ambassadors, the people that make that kind of connective uh, relationship work, correct? You have an expectation that your drivers will have a relationship with the places they're delivering to. Absolutely. They are the they are the face of the company out there, and it's always so rewarding to me and, and to Eric Cutter as we go out and visit customers and, and we hear from them, hey, we just really appreciate the quality of people, the quality of drivers you have. As we as, as we know as they're coming and, and bumping our docks, um, we just know that the, they're going to get there, they're going to be delivering the load safely and on time. We're not going to be worrying about cargo. We're not going to be worrying about you know, issues with our, our warehouse folks and, and that. And it's just that that reliability, that quality, really does provide that extra level of, of customer service to our customers that, that helps us maintain those long-term relationships and grow our business. And speaking of long-term relationships, we've been talking about this over the course of the show today. This is one of the shortest Christmas seasons on record. Uh, Thanksgiving was six days later and almost, you know, it's been years since it's come this late in the year, which, of course, accelerates Christmas, which, of course, turns Christmas into a bigger crunch. But you guys, we talked about this last time. Uh, for people who are looking for a place that has a real family feel to it, uh, you guys make the Christmas holidays, the entire season, a real priority in working out people's schedules and not just making sure that they work when they want to work, but even those people who cut it close. And we all know plenty of people like that who have that delivery on the 23rd and have a home a couple of states away. You guys make a real effort to coordinate and get people where they need to get to be home for Christmas or to be off on Christmas or to be off a day after Christmas. You guys really kind of look at this logistically, don't you? Absolutely. We know that family is so important and being where you want to be and, and when you want to be for that Christmas uh, is critical to you know that family relationship that our drivers have. And, and certainly we owe that to them for, what, for all the time they spend out on the road throughout the year. We certainly want to get them where they want to be this one time of year. So we actually start working in the beginning of November, um, not w- working with our drivers on finding out, okay, where do you want to be and, and when do you want to be? Because some want to be there on Christmas Day, some want to be the weekend before the weekend after and and we need to start coordinate that and then we start working with our customers really the the first week of December and the good thing about these long-term relationships with our customers is they understand that they understand that philosophy you know we got core freight we do with for them year-round but if we need to make some adjustments is especially we're coming into right now I mean right now is crunch time if we have some people that need to be where they want to be this weekend we've got to get them in the right place and then certainly for you know getting them home you know afternoon 24th be there on the 25th. Uh, we have a lot of thing, coordination we're doing. So, you know, I'm just in our operations meeting and we're talking about, we have some really good customers. We have a lot of drivers that, you know, obviously like everyone else kind of live in that Southeast. So normally we have some good long haul freight in and out of the Southeast, but if we're getting a, a driver down in say the Southeast on, on Sunday, we can't get them a long haul load out of there on, on, on Monday and expect them to have them back on Tuesday. So they're saying, Hey, you, you know, we'll give you a, a couple shorter loads here so that you can have a driver really stay busy or in those 
miles and work from Monday to Tuesday and, and have that, that shorter load get them home to where they need to be. So it's that coordination, that effort uh, amongst um, our, our drivers with our, our driver managers, our customer service reps with our customers. And I still just quite honestly don't know how we make it happen. <laughs> it's just such a big puzzle that I'm just simply amazed every year because uh, uh, on, on Christmas Eve, um, I, I always am working with the team saying, okay, what's falling apart? Because the best laid plans in trucking, you know, yeah. fall apart. And then how do we react and what, what do we do? And unfortunately, you know, out of our 5,500 drivers, we have a couple plans that just fall apart last minute. And, and I'm amazed last year, I think we had three drivers then that I called and said, uh, you, you know, the, the world came to an end, unfortunately. And I know you're not going to get to be where you want to be right when you want to be. We may get you there 12 hours later or otherwise. Um, but I apologize for that. And then that response, because they, they know our teams work so hard to get them where they want to be. Uh, they're often very understanding, but I still feel very bad because they had family waiting for them. So we, we really do, uh, you know, that's number one priority right now. Safety, uh, of course, first, but then getting the drivers where they want to be for Christmas is so important to us. Yeah, and I, I was thinking about this the other day in regards to this. I mean, the people who are actually putting together these schedules, it, it, it's a double bind because not only are you trying to honor these employees who have done a remarkable job for you, have done everything they've been asked to do. You've also got these great customers. And in case anybody wasn't aware who's listening, Christmas is a, a big delivery time, just a little bit. Things, uh, things are expected. So you're dealing with this kind of push-pull of having understanding customers who know you have employees that you want to help out, understanding employees who know that deliveries have to happen this time of year or they might as well happen any other time of year. And, and at the same time, you're trying to figure out all these – the only thing I can think of, that, the, the great benefit of this, other than the good feeling it must give you, is it probably gives you guys a chance to practice some real serious problem solving that comes in good stead over the course of the rest of the year. Yeah, you know, it, it does. And, and, you know, what I like about this is, is often it's this sort of problem solving that may come up when we have a, a big natural disaster. So, you know, hurricane or, or huge snowstorm or otherwise that we really have to coordinate and, and you know, work in crunch time. Uh, those are always for things that are that are going wrong, that are bad. The good thing about this crunch time and that problem solving is for something good. So it is yeah. rewarding, as you mentioned, uh, yeah. at the end of the day. And the teams, uh, you know, just to, as you walk around here with our operations, team in particular, you know, for them to accomplish that, you know, that plan fell apart, but I found another way and I called this customer and they're going to, they're going to allow this load to deliver early. And then he's, they're going to give him this load to get him home. And he's only going to be, you know, 30 minutes late. You know, those victories are big victories for those people. And, and to see that excitement on their face is always rewarding. You know, Tim, as we kind of wrap this up here, and thanks, by the way, for spending time with us. My father used to always tell me, he said, the difference between a good company and an unhealthy company is uh, an unhealthy company at Christmas. People look like they're racing out the door and can't wait to say goodbye. Uh, and a good company for Christmas, people want to go home, but they can't stop hugging people on the way out the door. I have a feeling you probably fall into the latter. As always, happy uh, Happy New Year. Merry Christmas to everyone in yours. I won't be talking to you until the new year, Tim, but it's great to speak to you today. Thanks for having me on. And, yes, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you and all your listeners. And, you know, pleased to also have a very safe holiday. Uh, this is a time where a lot, of, a lot of travel out there and a lot of people want to get to that place last minute. So we have to look out for others. Uh, yeah. So be good defensive drivers out there because we want you all home safely to your families as well. And remember, be, being 15 minutes late for a Christmas dinner is a dramatic entrance. That's all you got to think about. That's right. It's all, it's all good. Thank you, Tim. Merry Christmas, brother. Merry Christmas.